so far we've evaluated integrals of functions that are relatively special. And in fact, in general, if you compare differentiation to integration, there are a lot more functions that you're able to differentiate than you are to integrate. For example, here's f of x equals 4x to the 7th over 3x, sorry, 4x to the 7th plus 3x to the 6 minus 10 all over x to the 9th plus 1. Now, you may disagree with me, but I'm going to tell you that this is relatively easy to differentiate using the quotient rule. Now, the answer might not look very pretty, but it's certainly possible to do and wouldn't take more than, I don't know, at most five lines to do this. The bottom one here, g of x equals the square root of 3x, is 3x to the 6th minus 10. This is just a straightforward rewrite it to the 1 half power and use the chain rule, right? So both of these are relatively easy to differentiate. In comparison, let's look at this next set of, of integrals. These are quite difficult to integrate um, and uh, not something actually that you will be integrating in this class at all. So you can breathe a sigh of relief about that. So interestingly, what I did was I put f of x inside the integral as our integrand, and this is very difficult to integrate, as is the integral of the square root of 3x to the 6th minus 10 dx. So I just want to point that out because it's something that's useful to know. You're not going to be able to integrate quite nearly as as straightforwardly as you can differentiate. Now that said, we do have a technique that'll help you to integrate a lot more functions than you would have been up until this point. So let's look at a function here. f of x equals e to the 4x. Now before I integrate, I want to differentiate, because remember, integration is the inverse of differentiation. So what is the derivative of e to the 4x? If we use the chain rule, the derivative is e to the u, back again, right, e to the 4x, but then times 4 from the chain rule. So the derivative of e to the 4x is 4e to the 4x. So then that implies to us, if I want to go backwards, and integrate the integral 4e to the 4x dx, you can tell me what that answer is, right? This just goes back and takes us back to the original function, e to the 4x, although there could have been a plus c, because when we differentiate c, it turns to 0. So the integral of 4e to the 4x dx is e to the 4x plus c, because if I want to check my integration, how do I do that? Okay, good trick to know. Differentiate with respect to x, your integrand, e to the 4x plus c, just to show you where the c goes, equals e to the 4x back again, times 4 from the chain rule, plus 0. And so we get back what was in the integrand, and so we know that the answer to the integral of 4e to the 4x dx is e to the 4x plus c. Now, so far, I haven't done anything that you couldn't have already done on your own, really. Although, what's new here is this 4x instead of just x. Up until now, we've integrated just something like e to the x, not e to the 4x. However, because this 4 was right here, it made it very easy for us to integrate e to the 4x, 4e to the 4x, technically, dx. So my next question is, though, what if they don't give you the 4? So let's, um, let's look at that. The integral e to the 4x dx. Now, you might take a guess, right, and then check it. So what do you think should be the integral of e to the 4x dx? Usually, the derivative of e to the u is e to the u back again, right? 
but then there's times that du dx, so that might cause a problem. So I'm going to put e to the 4x, and I'm going to see plus c, and then I'm going to see how far off I am by differentiating back again. This is not technically the technique that that we're going to use because it requires us to use a little bit of trial and error and working backwards. We're going to have a more efficient technique, but this suggests why the technique we're going to use will work. So if I use e to the 4x, then when I check, I'm not really going to say because I'm going to actually put a question mark over the equals because I'm really not sure. Check. When you differentiate with respect to x, e to the 4x plus c, you already know the answer to that. We just did it, right? It's 4e to the 4x plus 0. So what's new in here when I differentiate is the 4, and that 4 was not given to us in the integral. Now, because it's a constant, and I'll show you why it must be a constant a little later, because it's a constant, can't I adjust my answer to get rid of that extra 4? If I adjust the answer, then I'm going to have e to the 4x, but e to the 4x gave me an extra factor of 4. So I'm going to adjust for that extra factor of 4 by multiplying by 1 fourth in front. So now I'm going to say that I think the integral e to the 4x dx equals 1 fourth e to the 4x plus c. And now when I check that, I need a new red pen. When I check that, my derivative is, hopefully, going to work, right? It should work. 1 fourth e to the 4x, but then because of the chain rule, I have another factor of 4 here, so plus 0. So what I get when I'm finished is e to the 4x plus, um, it's just, sorry, e to the 4x is my original integrand. So that tells me my answer to the integral is correct. 1 fourth e to the 4x plus c is the answer to the integral e to the 4x dx. Now this technique is, like I said, requires us to work backwards. So we're going to develop a technique that is a little more straightforward. And we can check it if we want, but we don't have to check it in order to get the right answer. You might notice a pattern here. We had an extra 4, so we put a 1 over 4 in there. That's going to happen a lot, but not always necessarily. You want to be careful about each example. So let's look at some more examples.